Blog Talk Radio. Saint Marriage is a ministry of inquiry for today and is hosted by Beth and Mark Tinsley. Weekly episodes present marriage-related topics using a combination of radio broadcast and audio podcast. Beth and Mark realize that they are an imperfect couple in an imperfect marriage in an imperfect world. However, they firmly believe that they serve a perfect God, and they want to share with you some of the life lessons and wisdom that He has shown them. If you'd like to learn more about Think Marriage, go to www.inquiryfortoday.com forward slash think marriage. That's www.inquiry, the number four, today.com forward slash think marriage. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Open ourselves to the spirit, for a child with no guile, 
So there's a lot of reasons why we want to be vulnerable. And you can think of some of these are some of the ones that we thought of. First of all, it just it demonstrates integrity. When we live our lives without guile, when we live with no disguises on, when we are true to who we are all the time, we, we're being our true selves all the time, that demonstrates integrity. It really shows integrity. We talked before about integrity and how that can draw a couple together and, and encourage trust between one another. And so people who are open are whom others trust. When when people look at us and they know, yeah, that person is they're just true. They're true to who they are. I, I know that what they're saying is what they mean. I know that when they talk to me, they're they're telling the truth. They're not um, disguising who they are. It, it really encourages trust between two people. Because really no one is attracted to guarded people. Um, you know, you can sense when someone's being guarded, and it just kind of puts you on edge a little bit, and it makes you not really want to open up to them because you know they're not opening up to you. Um, so if you're guarded and you're not vulnerable, you're going to end up pushing your spouse away to some degree, to some level. And vulnerability definitely keeps us humble. Knowing that we are real people with real thoughts and failures, it really keeps us humble. It helps to us from thinking that uh, we, we can start to believe this facade if we, if we guard ourselves and present ourselves a certain way to our spouse or other people, we can at some point start to think, oh, that's really who I am, and forget that we are real people with real faults and real failures. Um, so, and, and humility is so important to Christ, so important to our walk with Him and to our marriages. So, we want to do everything we can to keep our hearts and our minds and our and who we are. Mm-hmm. 
barriers between us and our spouses, you know, because when, when we're, we are acting the way that we really are, when we're presenting who we really are to our spouse, um, it, it can take down any barriers that we've put up between us and our spouse, anything that keeps us separated, because those barriers prevent intimacy, uh, which is what we'll be talking about in another episode on this show, but, but barriers in our relationship prevent intimacy. Want to do everything we can to remove any barriers that are between us and our spouses. And vulnerability really allows the power of Christ to shine through us, which is what we as Christians want. We want Him to shine through us. We don't want it to be us shining. We want it to be Christ shining through us. As 1 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10 says, But He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in you. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So when we're vulnerable, and when we allow our weaknesses to come out, and we allow our spouse to see our weaknesses and to not be ashamed about them, um, but we say, you know, this is what I'm struggling with. This is my area of weakness. We are so much more open to what God can do through us, and we we rely on His power instead of our own, because we know we cannot do anything good through our own selves. But He can, in our weakness, He is made strong, and His power and glory can be shown. Yeah. Um, so many years, for four years, many years, uh, 
So we talked so much about uh, vulnerability, about why it's important, why it needs to be a central part of our relationship with our spouse. So we want to talk about how do we encourage vulnerability in our marriage, which is so important. So what are things that we can do to encourage vulnerability? And of course, the first is just to drop all pretenses. Don't keep the facade up. Commit that you are going to make the decision to allow your spouse to see you for who you are, with all your faults, with all your weaknesses, with all your strengths, with all your fears, everything. Allow your spouse to see you for who you are and trust that God is going to use that honesty, that openness, that realness to work in your relationship to draw you each closer. And when you're, this helps too if you have a spouse who is also um, not good at being vulnerable or struggles with being vulnerable, when they see you being vulnerable and, and how that draws you closer together, that will really encourage them to do the same thing. It might take time, time to change habits and ways of living, but you can have an iron sharpening iron effect on one another in this area. Because we will 
see the benefit of that. And then also doing those things with yourself. So praying with yourself where you're both bringing your concerns before the Lord, your sins before the Lord, your fears before the Lord, your future before the Lord, um, and reading the Bible with yourself. That can just open up lots of discussions about faith, about life, about sin troubles you're having. Um, those two things can, and just being in that environment before the Lord together, it, it really opens up vulnerability with a couple. And if that's not part of a marriage, it's going to be something lacking there. And also along those, those lines of just talking about your struggles and your burdens and your pains and your joys and your fears with your spouse. Don't hold these things all inside. As Mark said before, when, when we become married, the, our two individual people become one flesh, one person. So we should be sharing these things together, lifting one another up, bearing each other's burdens. Uh, we shouldn't be just holding these things inside and trying to figure them out on our own. And how am I going to handle this? And how am I going to get through this? We need to be together, sharing these things together so that we can each carry one another and uh, so we have to make that a big part of our relationship, is sharing those things with one another. And then finally, just establish a weekly date night, or we can call it whatever it is, but establishing a weekly date night uh, where you can talk about real-life issues. And you don't even have to go out somewhere. If you just want to take a quiet night in your home, the kids are all in bed, or they're with friends, or if you don't have any kids, this time when you guys set aside the time together to sit down, and just talk about the real-life issues. Talk about how are you doing? How are you dealing with this struggle you've been having? How are you feeling about this or about that? This is what I'm struggling with. This is what I really need you to pray for me about. Things like that. But if you're not intentional about it, a lot of times it won't happen. If life is so busy and chaotic and other things will jump in and take priority. But if we can establish, be intentional and establish a time where we're going to sit down either at home or go out somewhere and do this, then it's more likely that it can happen. And then, you know, as you do that more and more, then it, it kind of becomes even a more natural part of your relationship where it kind of will just happen naturally as you're driving in the car or as things come up during the day. But you just, even if you're just starting out, just set aside a time where you can just be together and just, just talk about what's going on. Thank you. 
come together before the Lord, because he is the center of our marriage, and he's the center of who we are as people. So when you, as we as two, a married couple come together in that environment, going before the Lord, you know, it can't help but good things are going to come from that, and, and more closeness, and more intimacy, and openness is going to come from that. <laughs> I know, and we need to change that. If we have time to watch TV, if we have time to surf the internet, if we have time to so many things we could enter into that sentence. If we have time for any of those things, we certainly have time to be with our spouse before the Lord and focus on the most important thing, the Lord, and then second, our spouse. So there, there always is time. You just have to be intentional and creative. <laughs>
weekly episodes present marriage-related topics using a combination of radio broadcast and audio podcast. Beth and Mark realize that they are an imperfect couple in an imperfect marriage in an imperfect world. However, they firmly believe that they serve a perfect God, and they want to share with you some of the life lessons and wisdom that He has shown them. If you'd like to learn more about Think Marriage, go to www.inquiryfortoday.com forward slash Think Marriage. That's www.inquiry, the number four, today.com forward slash Think Marriage. We hope you enjoy today's episode.